Women athletes from the Indian contingent have not only been making the country proud with their incredible performances at the Tokyo Olympics 2020 but also rewriting history as they go. Mirabai Chanu didn't let her setback in Rio deter her and went on to bagging the silver medal in weightlifting. PV Sindhu became the only woman athlete from India with two Olympic medals as she went on to winning the bronze medal in women's badminton singles. Lavlina Borghain has assured herself of a medal at the Tokyo Olympics after winning her welterweight quarterfinals and the Indian women's hockey team beat Australia to enter the Olympic semi-final for the very first time where they'll be facing Argentina on 4th August. But it's not just about winning medals. It's about how in the face of adversities and the lack of encouragement for women to join sports in the country this year saw many more women athletes make it to the Olympics and inspire people while some of the athletes are international rank holders others became the first indian women to qualify in their respective categories Bhavani Devi for instance became the first indian fencer to qualify for the Olympics while Aditi Ashok became the first female golfer from India to qualify for the Olympics some others like Kamalpreet Kaur who also fell short of a medal in women's discus finals is inspiring indians by smashing the existing gender stereotypes in indian society and coming into sports all in all it was thrilling to see indian women shine in the last 9 days of the olympics and with these incredible wins are times finally changing for indian women in sports in this episode you'll hear voices of mirabai chanu and pv sindhu we also spoke to retired athlete anju bobby george who's india's first and only world champion in the iaaf world athletics final she also won a historic bronze medal in long jump at the 2003 world championships in athletics in paris you're tuned in to the big story the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and i'm your host shorbury With 56 women in the Indian contingent for Tokyo Olympics, this has been the highest representation of female athletes ever by India. And since the turn of the millennium, we're seeing many more women's names and many more women's faces in sports. PV Sindhu, Mary Kom, Sanya Mirza, Saina Nehwal are all household names by now, but it wasn't a cakewalk for women athletes to come this far. To begin with, Indian women started participating in the Olympics 52 years. Yes, you've heard that right. 52 years after men started. The 1952 contingent had only four women athletes, runners Nilima Ghosh and Mary Dissouza Sikera, and swimmers Dolly Nazir and Aarti Shah accompanied 60 male athletes to the Helsinki Olympics. And although they returned home without any medals, what they managed to do was far greater. Paved the way for more women to leave their mark in a sphere that has carried a deep gender bias for long. And despite the lack of infrastructure, that's how India got MD Valsamma, who won a gold medal for the 400-meter hurdles in the 1982 Asian Games, and PT Usha, whose spectacular run at the 1984 Los Angeles Olympic Games earned her the title of Queen of the Track and Field, and Karna Maleshwari, the first Indian woman Olympian who brought home a bronze in the 2000 Olympics. But over the last two decades. Indian women have been simply trailblazing in the world of sports and Olympics. While more women from India are qualifying for the Olympics, with every passing event they're also consistently rewriting the records that have been left by their predecessors. So let's look at what we've seen so far. 
Manipur's Mirabai Chanu added to the legacy that Maleshwari had started by bringing home the first weightlifting medal at the Olympic Games in more than 20 years. Her silver was India's very first win this year was also the first time that India won a medal at the opening day of the Olympic Games. But Chanu comes from humble origins and she was inspired to take up weightlifting by seeing another Manipuri weightlifter Kunjrani Devi. And it wasn't an easy journey at all. According to a report on Hindustan Times, she had to convince her parents to let her take up sports as a career and she also lacked proper weights to train with. An Economic Times report also quoted Chanu as saying and I'm quoting her statement, quote I read about Kunjrani Devi in newspapers and my school books. Her life inspired me to take up the sport. In our village there was no such thing as weightlifting, but I explained to my mother that I wanted to lift iron. She was worried since I'm a girl, but I wanted to lift the heaviest weight and show the world. End quote. And after clinching a silver medal, Chanu hopes to do the same. Inspire more women to join sports. ਚਾਹਤੇ <laughs> ਆਪਣੇ मैं मुझे लगा है अभी इसी की बात सारी लड़कियां वेलिफ्टिंग में आए और मेहनत करें ज्यादा से नेक्स्ट में जो भी कंपटीशन आए कि जो ज्यादा से ज्यादा पार्टिसिपेट लड़कियां करें तो वो चांस मिलेगा वो लोग मुझे देख के या सभी को देख के ऐसा लगे कि वो भी और कुछ कर सकते हैं वेलिफ्टिंग में जाके Moving on to PV Sindhu the more one talks about her remarkable career the less it is. She not only became the only Indian woman to have two Olympic medals but even in the history of women's badminton Sindhu is only the fourth female player to win medals at two consecutive Olympic games. And this is what she had to say about her badminton journey after her win. Yeah, well this whole journey of 5 years was a lot of ups and downs where you know after rio i mean a lot has changed uh, in my game experience wise and uh, yeah i think you know i i've lost few matches i won few matches i won the world championships yeah a lot of things happened so i think all together i've learned a lot more and i think it all comes with the experience where you know in my game wise i've, I've improved and also you know due to this pandemic i mean a lot of lives you know um uh where uh, a lot of people have been uh, been affected with covid and you know a lot of things have been happening but i think you know in this pandemic uh, a lot of tournaments also have been getting cancelled but i think for me uh, i've utilized it in a very good way where we actually got to learn new skill and new technique mm-hmm. and yeah he mr park was always always with me uh, you know uh, training me every single day and we've been learning new stroke and technique so i think it has really helped me all together while india celebrates such record breaking victories now let's also not forget how 
women had to challenge traditions and biases and take up sports to bring the country these wins. In an interview to CNN, Sindhu recalled how the perception around women taking up sports used to be. And I'd like to read out a quote from the interview. Quote, Before I even started playing badminton, it was more like girls shouldn't come out and play sports. You need to stay at home. But since a few years back, it has changed. It's no more that girls should stay at home. End quote. But moving on to boxing, Mary Com was not only the only Indian to qualify in women's boxing in 2012, but also got a bronze home that year. The Tokyo Olympics was her last one and even though it didn't end up in a victory, her illustrious career is unmatched. But before becoming Magnificent Mary, as she's popularly known, she too had to go through several hurdles. From toiling in her family land to facing objections from her father about taking up boxing, Mary Com has fought through it all. And despite her loss in Tokyo now, she's without doubt one of India's top athletes with even a movie being made on her. In fact, after her loss, she told the media that she has no intentions of quitting. And I'm again going to quote one line for you. Quote, I've been fighting for 20 years. I'm a mother. I have four kids. And I've been fighting continuously and achieving much. I will play till I'm 40. End quote. But although we'll miss Mary Com in the Olympics arena, we have 23-year-old Lavlina Borghain to carry on with India's boxing legacy at the Olympics. She's already on her way to becoming the third Indian boxer after Vijinder Singh and Mary Com to win an Olympic medal. But in an earlier interview to the Indian Express, she had talked about how the village she grew up in would pity the fact that her parents have no male child. And now this athlete has her eyes on gold. With the women's hockey team qualifying for the semi-finals at the Olympics led by captain Rani Rampal, this team has scripted history. In a country that is obsessed with men's cricket, the women's hockey team's outstanding performance has managed to send ripples of excitement on social media platforms. After all, it's no mean feat to have defeated world number two Australia to come so far. But Rampal had begun her hockey practice in Salwar Kameez with a broken hockey stick. Sharing her life story with the Instagram page Humans of Bombay, she said that she could barely manage two square meals a day. And it's not just poverty alone that she had to fight through. It took a local coach a lot of convincing before he let her practice with him. But what do these tremendous achievements mean for women? Retired long jump athlete Anju Bobby George says that women and girls have had to face a lot of societal obstacles and continue to face it till this day. But women athletes are ready to showcase their skills. I mean, in some point, uh, uh, women, are like uh, girl kids, they suffered a lot. Even uh, in some part of our country, even still, uh, if they... Uh, when uh, one woman, uh, sorry, uh, one girl child born, they they think that it's it's a liability for the deaf family. But now things are changing, and now see we are getting equal opportunity, and everywhere we are talking about uh, gender equality. So even this Olympics also that was the main thing, and now that is happening in India and everywhere in even in politics, even in sports, they uh, uh, the opportunities are equal. So that's why our women athletes are coming up. We are everywhere. We are ready to do and we are ready to showcase ourselves. We are ready to talk about anything. We are ready to do do our maximum. And uh, 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 that's, why, that's why the changes are happening. And uh, we are getting more uh, women athletes in sports. And we are uh, uh, like bringing laurels to our country. As a women athlete, I'm really happy about that because for last few editions, our Indian athletes, are, women athletes are making us very proud. 
uh, whether it's uh, Olympics or World Championship or uh, in, in any field. So our women power we are showing. And uh, uh, see, I, I, I got a card today. So it was written in like that, uh, uh, whether it's Olympics or wedding, India demands women to bring gold. So, so it was a fun thing. And uh, so that's how it's going. Uh, in any field, if you take uh, any field, one women says is dominating. It could be in badminton, tennis, boxing, athletics, or any field, even hockey, or any field. Women athletes face are dominating. And we are going ahead with our women power. And uh, we are showcasing our women and we are celebrating our women athletes. In a country where sports are dominated by men, women's participation in sports is fast increasing. According to an India Spent article from 2015, the participation of women in village, district, state and national level sports competitions has grown by 328% since 2011. But where there's still a lot of gender disparity, the government has a big role to play in encouraging more women participation, starting with improving the gender budget that has been dipping over the past few years. The general underfunding in sports beyond cricket also means that while some have had to use their resources to grab an opportunity, India is also missing out on a lot of potential talent. Ms. George believes that while women athletes have to fight for their rights, things are slowly changing. A normal saying is like, uh, only crying child will get the milk. So, we have to fight for, at some point, we, uh, we have to fight for our rights and uh, things. Uh, but, uh, ultimately, things are happening, so I am happy in that way. Uh, generally, it was uh, the perception was, see, women are very weak and you are not able to do that. So the men is dominating and they are taking care of the house or they are taking care, ruling the world. Uh, and uh, women, uh, it's just for, uh, um, just to produce uh, next generation and taking care of the family. So that was, that was the first uh, 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 thing uh, coming in our mind. But now it's changing. So we are ready to do anything and we also have that much power. In the coming six days, there are many more women athletes to watch out for. So stay tuned to The Quinn for all updates on Tokyo Olympics. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts.